to the God Conclusion. I'm your host, John Leonard. Greetings, listeners. Welcome to another episode of The God Conclusion. Today, it's just going to be me talking about my book and some of the most controversial topics that were covered in the book. In my book, I took the approach of looking at scientific evidence that supports belief in a supernatural God. And in the book, The first 10 chapters were dedicated to responding to Dawkins chapter by chapter and paragraph by paragraph. But then after that, I had a chapter on existential scientific evidence and another chapter on supernatural scientific evidence. And then a chapter on intelligent design, another chapter that has a brief moral argument and Pretty much that's the end of the book. My approach was to look at the scientific evidence and first evaluate it for its credibility and verify it as much as possible. But I was careful. For example, I tried to explain why I believe in a supernatural God And that goes back to when I was a teenager, I believed in the supernatural because I had numerous experiences with paranormal in the form of ghosts or whatever you want to call it. But it was an intelligence that was not visible. Even had a podcast where I spoke with my childhood friend, Jim Nettles, and we talked about our experiences But in my book, I only mentioned ghosts in the introduction, and that was only to explain why I believe so strongly in a supernatural God. It wasn't offered as evidence in my book. But in one of the late chapters, the supernatural scientific evidence chapter, I talked about the phenomenon known as reincarnation. My approach to the book was that I don't try to proselytize for Christianity. I'm only looking at what I consider to be scientific evidence. And if I hadn't seen anything that I consider to be solid scientific evidence in regard to reincarnation, I wouldn't have put it in the book. But I came across an account of this person named Ryan Hammonds, and the case was investigated by a doctor named Jim Tucker, who works with Bruce Grayson at the University of Virginia, 
And so he's got a lot of credibility as far as he's doing scientific research into controversial subject matter. So Bruce Grayson is heavily researching into the near-death experience, and Jim Tucker has done some research in reincarnation, and he came across this case of Ryan Hammonds. Ryan Hammonds was a five-year-old boy from Oklahoma who started to tell his mother details of what he claimed was a past life. And he was very specific details, but his mother thought he was just making it up. But she spoke to his father about it. His father, Ryan's father is a police detective. And he said, start taking notes, write down what he's saying. And then when we have a chance, we'll start to investigate this information that he's offering. And over time, I think she accumulated something on the order of like a hundred specific claims that Ryan made about this previous life that he'd led as a Hollywood talent agent who was relatively obscure. So Jim Tucker was notified about this and went and investigated and from the close to 100 uh, specific claims that the child made, he was able to come up with, I believe it was more than 50 data points that were researched to the point where the child could be tested. And then he conducted what I would consider scientific experiments to validate the claims that were being made. He produced photo lineups where he would have an individual that the child claimed was part of this in the previous life's past and three other photos of similar individuals. And the child had more than a 90% success rate in identifying the correct target of the test. So it was a very interesting case because Tucker put in an extraordinary effort, in my opinion, to follow the scientific method every step of the way. And the results of the test were nothing short of astonishing. The kid knew things about this previous life that he could not have known under normal and ordinary circumstances. So that still gives us a couple of alternatives for what the extraordinary circumstances are that would allow for this information to be accessible by this child. First, he could have been coached by his parents. They could have learned all this information about this obscure Hollywood talent agent and trained their child to pass this test and as basically a means of fooling the investigators. But what is 
the point of that. If they were going to write a book or try to profit from their experience, that would be one thing. But the family was devoutly Christian and not interested. They were actually unhappy to find out that these claims were being validated, if it as it were. But ultimately, they were more interested in seeking the truth than they were having their worldview validated. There are at least three potential explanations. One is Ryan's telling the truth. He somehow, some way, the disembodied spirit of this guy that went by Marty Martins came into his body, and that's how he knew all of this specific information about Marty Martins. Another explanation is his parents coached him that this is part of some deliberate fraud, but then that begs the question, what's the point? If they aren't trying to write a book or otherwise profit from this, and there is no indication that the family was trying to profit from this, there's no motive. Another explanation is demonic, or potential explanation, is demonic possession. But from what I understand and my limited knowledge of demonic possession, there is a malevolent nature to the possession, and there's more evil behavior rather than just information being provided that's accurate but should not have been known. So the bottom line is when I started doing the research for my book, it never occurred to me that I would be looking into reincarnation, that I would find any information that suggested that it was a real phenomena. Thank you for listening to The God Conclusion. If you like this episode, please consider subscribing to this channel. Join us again next week as we continue to seek truth. Quid est verita.